Ooh, I am recording this when the rain is happening. I love the rain so much. I want more of it in my life. I love the sound of it, and I love the feel of it. Um, anyway, so uh, that's a nice introduction. Welcome back to Radical Humanity. My name is Ben Hoover, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and I'm hopping back on the mic. I think that's the right phrase, right? Uh, or, I mean, we say those things when we get on a horse or and we haven't gotten on a horse anymore or, or gotten on a bike or on a motorcycle, right? We, we say, we, I'm, I'm, I'm back on it. So maybe that's the right phrase. Who knows? Um, anyway, uh, gosh, this, okay, this is kind of a, I'm excited about this episode. Uh, I, I don't quite know where it's going to go. I've got notes lined up. Um, but I'm kind of curious to see what will expand from this. Um, man, it was, God, I was, I was just going to part ways and I was going to go, I was going to go down a different path. I was going to talk about a part of this day. It was, first off, let me just go there for a moment. It was, this was an incredible day. So I met up with a couple of friends of mine cause we went, we went to go see the speaker, um, some of you who've listened to this podcast probably recognize him. His name's Rob Bell, and um, and God, he's he's just uh, so fascinating, and exciting to to listen to, um, and and so my two friends, a, a couple, uh, married, uh, we we went and ate at this fancy dinner and got this incredible food at this place called Ella's in downtown Sac, and. Um, and and then from there we we went and the and Rob Bell if you pay more you can do this pre uh, question and answer and uh, and he sits on stage and there's probably about forty of us and and gets into conversation with people and asks you know people ask questions and it kind of kind of um, launches from that and uh, my friend brought up a question and I I didn't bring up a question I I, I just I, I complimented Rob Bell just because of his impact on me and. And anyway, and then and then, um, about twenty minutes later, he goes into his his uh, um, his talk, and uh, it was all about. It's called the introduction to joy, and uh, and that's the tour he was doing all around the the world. And um, anyway, so I'm sitting in this, and there's some moments where it just I I can't even contain myself. I'm like I I can't sit in this chair. I've got too many ideas running through my head and and one of them was this which which actually uh was amplified from a, a previous uh, earlier moment in the day where this um this story of mine uh the the the, the bulb turned on in me and I thought I've I've got to talk about this so I'm sitting in this talk and and I just have all these ideas because I'm I'm just getting infiltrated with Rob Bell's energy in a way of just hit in the way that he articulates things. And he, he went off on, on joy and I'm not even going to do it justice. So I'm not even going to go there. Um, but it was so, it was so encouraging. It was so energizing. And, uh, and so I got this, these bolts of creativity and, uh, all this circulating in me. And so I thought, I've, okay, when I get home, I got to talk about this and let's just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to see where this goes. 
Um, and uh, so a little little improvise is going to be happening on this. So, okay, with all that buildup. So this story. Now, I had to ask myself this question. Okay, where am I going with this story first off? And, and, and what's the central point? Because I, I can wander... And that's fine, but I, but I kind of have to have a little path here, even if I go, go uh, step off it a little bit and, and kind of travel into some uncharted uh, terrain. So, so this story, so this is the question I'm asking myself because this, this is important, but this is also a big narrative of my life. <clears throat> now, um, let, me, let me first give a little bit of a backstory here. So... I learned at a young age, this is a defense in me, I've learned at a long, young age to live in my head. Um, and, and so when I experience life, when uh, an event happens, uh, an interaction happens, a feeling happens or whatnot, I shoot up right into my head. So what I like to say, and I'll say this to clients, is I, I spend all this time in the attic just rummaging around. And it's not really... <laughs> It's a frantic rummaging. It's like tearing open boxes and things flying and dust just scattered in the air, saturating it. And, and it's, it's this desperate, panicky kind of feel where when, when something painful uh, happens, uh, and even joyful happens, I'll just shoot right up there. I mean, it's, it's like it, I just teleport into it. I'm, I'm, it's where I've lived is in the, in the head in the cerebral, in the, in the, I wouldn't say it's logical because I think it's far from that. But so I'm, I'm in, I'm in this part of the house, so to speak. And, um, and I get stuck there. And so that's how I learned how to, how to live in the world. Um, and so when that happens, I feel so lost. I have, I, I'm confused and there's this, it, the best way to describe it is there's this like intense conflict in me. Like I, I, I get to the feeling, the experience, and then I shoot right back up into my head. So, um, so and, and that creates so many problems because I, I end up just, I, I don't even know what the truth is. I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just far from it, just stranded, wondering what the hell? I I have no direction, right? Um, so hopefully it'll become clearer when I explain this a little bit more. So um, so this has been my default in life, and um, and it and again it particularly happens when I experience some pain or I experience anger, and I'll I'll launch right up into the brain, and I'll stay there. And, and fixate, and I'll ruminate on things over and over and over again. I'll, I'll scrape over memories, and it's like there's this attempt to try to get to something, right? Like if we take that, that you know, I'm in the attic sort of image, it's, it's like something feels missing, something's lost, and I'm just, I'm just desperately, um, frenetically just like uh, uh, scavenging for for whatever clues, it, it, it doesn't make sense, but that's how it feels in my head. It's just like, I'm, I'm constantly searching for something I can never find. And, and so, so, uh, so this is my go-to, my MO and, uh, and it's miserable by the way. It's, it's 
comfortable and miserable at the same time. Comfortable because it's been such a known place of retreat, a known place of trying to deal with life, um, trying to counter and, and uh, um, recalibrate uh, when it comes to pain and, and interacting with that. So, so there's this story, and it's a really weird one. And I'm sure a portion of you have had these moments where they're just these strange phenomenons. They're, they're chalk it up to f- the phenomenological. It's just, it's a bizarre occurrence. Like, it has meaning. You're not quite sure why maybe in that moment and maybe years to come. It doesn't make sense. But, but it happened. And it's, it's kind of an anomaly. And, uh, but it, it, and it stays. It, it, it stays with you. This, this has stayed with me. And it's so, and I, and I know what it means now. But, um, so in this, so I'll get to the story. So, um, so about, gosh, three, four years ago. So I'm, uh, I'm at my house. Um, I live with family and, um, and my family leaves and that's for me, I'm an introvert. I like some alone time until I don't like alone time anymore. And it's usually, I'm scratching at the walls at that point. And I'm feeling stir crazy. But for, for a moment, for, for several moments, it's a breath of fresh air. I'm in the space all my own. I get to, you know, I just, I just have freedom. And so my family leaves and, um, and they go down to, to, um, uh, visit another family and, and so I have this idea, and it's it's a very common idea of mine. I, I go to my familiar place of retreat, I think, for whatever reason, I don't even know why, but for whatever reason, I, I just thought, okay, I'm going to sit on the couch, and I'm going to sit and just stew in this, and whatever, I don't even know what the problems were, I just, I have no clue. It doesn't even matter at this point, but I... I um, I was going to fixate on something like something to me felt like I've, I've got to, I got to, you know, approach this and, and obsess about it and, and dismantle it and dissect it. And, and so, um, so I decide, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And, um, so, you know, I set up shop and, and get, get the, get the tools ready. And, and, and something in me wouldn't wouldn't let me go there. Like, I mean, come on, this is this is a well worn groove. I mean, this is I'm gonna go, I'm gonna fester on my problems and until I come to some conclusion about it. And I couldn't. I just I couldn't. And it was so weird. And um and then this other option came up. Now, um, I'm 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 trying to work out the title of this podcast. I'm not it hasn't struck me yet, so we'll see if I I come up with it after I'm done with this. But so anyway, so this 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 other option lit up for me, and it and it came expressed in the form of just like a it's like like an internal direction is the best way to say it. this this it was like this flash of this option, this desire, or, uh, yeah, desire, I guess, 
and um, you know the turn signal came on, and I started, and 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 what I I got this nudge to do was to put on music, and I and I I have a lot of I listen to, well, I listen to a large variety of music, and and um, like kind of non-mainstream, and 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 so I have some. Uh, instrumental music like ambient neoclassical kind of shit and um and and I I had this this it, it was like I was getting compelled this prompting from within um to 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 go turn on this music and dance now I like dancing and I would say I'm pretty good I've got some good rhythm I might, you know, I might lose rhythm here and there, but I, I would say I'm pretty good and I enjoy it. And, and I love dancing at weddings and when, when there's some kind of event and people turn on dancing, it's, it's fun. I, I, I love it. And, um, so I'm not shy when it comes to that. Uh, well, maybe in the beginning and then that, that, uh, that all dissolves quickly once I, once I get on the floor. Now, in this particular instance, I wasn't in any event. I was I was home alone. Um, I think I, I I set the mood for myself. I turn on candles and turn off the lights, and you know I was again I was gonna was gonna sit and I was just gonna really dig into my problems. Just just a root canal version of it. Just go just go right into it um, because that's what I that's really what I believed. I that's how you resolve things. Um, was you dig and dig and dig and dig and dig from a cognitive place until you find something and you find relief, peace. Well, that didn't work out so well for me that this particular evening. And so, so I, I, it, it got bigger, this direction, this, this prompting. So I thought, okay, all right, I'm going to try it. I, you know, I'll put on instrumental music and this is where things get a little, well, uh, even weirder. Um, don't worry, there aren't any like ghosts or items falling around or anything like that. It was, it was, it was all an internal experience. So, um, so I turn on instrumental music and I, I start dancing. Now I, I took a class, um, uh, some some dancing dance classes, and uh, and so and then I, I stopped. It probably went for half. It was. Was it a year or, or half a year or something? And um, and and I did some contemporary dancing, and so so I started to started to implement those moves when I was dancing. Now, what was interesting in this moment was that I felt really uncomfortable. I mean, like a like a gnarled in my stomach. I mean, it just it, it permeated in a in a physiological way um this this discomfort i i could feel myself resist dancing and um and yet at the same time i was also kind of kept there was this compelling part of me this compelled part of me to to keep going to to keep at it and uh and and so, so I'm I'm in the midst, and I'm doing whatever contemporary moves I was doing. I mean, certainly, uh, certainly 
not of any professional caliber, but um, like I pushed the furniture away and, and I was listening to music and I kept going into my head. I kept drifting back to that. I kept, it was like, I, I described this before, it was like, it was this, this, this moment of separation anxiety where I just wanted to, I, I wanted, I, I couldn't get away from that, that place of comfort. It was, it was so seductive. I just wanted to go back to thinking about my problems over and over and over again and just scrutinizing it in great detail and, and energy and effort. And, and so, uh, but I also couldn't. I was, I was torn. There was this polarizing war going on in me. So I, um, so I, I, I ended up, oh, of course, I, I stuck to the dancing part. And it was just, for a while, I don't know how long, but for a while, it was just so uncomfortable. And, um, and I, and, and because I was, it was like, no, this is how I'm supposed to deal with problems, is I just stew on them, you know, and, and, and then I'll get it. But it wasn't happening. And so I'm in the throes of dancing and I just kept, and so it was this like back and forth experience where I was in my head and then back in my body and then in my head and then back in my body and then like trying to force myself to, 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 to just dance. And it was like, I'm glad no one was watching. It was a much needed moment of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, being alone, being solo and having, having no audience. And, um, but this, it was a very intense inner battle going on. So I'm back and forth and going through this and, and, um, and then something shifted in me. Like I started to embrace it. Like the, the, this pull, this allure to go into the, to the cerebral realms and, and do all the, the, the mind churning, um, it began to fade. It started to lose its intensity and its power. And I, I, I started to just immerse myself in this experience, like become captivated with the music and with the dancing and, um, and, and, and this, almost this self-consciousness, which is just another form of just saying judgment, this judgment of myself. And it also began to dissolve. And I was just totally, um, lost in it. But I was also present at the same time, if that makes sense. Like I, I wasn't observing it from the outside, judging or scrutinizing, criticizing it. I was just, I was in it. I was present. I was fully there. And, um, and so I don't even know how much, how long a time I, I was in this space. Um, but it was like everything else faded. I was just in my body and enjoying the movement and attuned to it and um, and just aware and it and then this fascinating moment occurred from this. It, it was it wasn't even planned. It wasn't even it, it was not coordinated or premeditated in any way. This all of a sudden, this creativity. This, this inspiring thought just burst out of me. It sprung from within, just from this place of, of dancing. And it was, it was something on, I think, men and male sexuality. And it just, it didn't stop. I mean, the lines just kept coming. Like, oh my God, I have to write this. And, uh, and I think I did. I think I ended up writing it all down. 
and it just flowed. I mean, it was unstoppable. It just kept going and going. And it was like when you sit in a river and it just takes you and you, you know, you can't, you can't paddle back or stop. It just, it's this, it's this, um, unstoppable flow. And it's really beautiful. And it, and because here, anyway, I'm jumping the gun. So, so it happened and it was, it was, it was this incredible, like exhilarating, just energetic experience. And of course, I think I ended up like sharing the writing on Facebook or something, and whatever. But, um, but what was interesting was even even as I look back now, when when I juxtapose the experience of where where I was I was so brainwashed in a way, indoctrinated in a way to to live in my head and resolve and find answers through that form and method, which actually would never would never actually come, um, it would never arrive, that actually understanding and the answers came through a different form, through just being in my body, being in my experiencing, uh, uh, connecting uh, at that, um, at that, in that way. And believe it or not, I mean, this was revelatory for me. This this truth just burst out of that. This 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 these thoughts, these these um, concepts. Uh, it started just bridging and linking together. And um, and I've had plenty of moments of that now since since that experience. And it was it was interesting because after that. After that night, because I was, I was, in the beginning, I was so reluctant. I was almost terrified. I was terrified to just sit and stew in my head. I, I didn't want to go there. And, um, <laughs> and I did you not, I couldn't wait after that for moments alone, moments where I had the house to myself. I would, I would light candle. I would just, it would be almost like I was making love to myself. I, I was... <laughs> That's an image. I um, I was I was lighting candles. I was turning off the lights. I was turning on this music, and I would just, just enter into this flow. And if thoughts came or if they didn't, it oh well. But but it, I I began to emerge and 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 uh or or well merge emerge emerge into what it meant to live in the body. To live in the experiencing, to live in the feeling, to live out of the gut, out of the instinct in that way. Um, and and I just, I, I couldn't wait. I just feasted on those moments. I anticipated uh, entering into those zones because they were so incredible. Um, and of course, I think they were so incredible too because they were so new and novel for me. I mean, they're still beautiful experiences and I have them. Um I, I leave them and then I come back to them and um, that's that's my dance there and but uh, but it was this incredible like I don't know how to describe it like almost an erotic sacred spiritual zone where you're you're just there there's this like oneness in yourself you're not split off you're not in your head you're not ju- I'm not judging myself or anything like that's the best way I can I can put language around this. And I was so just captivated and in and enthralled and, and alive is, 
just, there was this vibrancy in me. And, um, and so, um, and so what was so cool is that, is that then when I engaged in that, this like energy flowed out of me where it was this creativity that I wanted to share. I wanted to express this into the world, express this and give this to people. Um, and it was also cool. Is, so recently I had a moment, so I've, I've been writing a lot and I've written, I've gotten on this kick where I've written a lot of poetry and I, I'm in love with poetry. I, I am just, it's just such a different way of writing for me and, and, and a way of communicating, uh, concepts and, um, and, and, uh, and, Sometimes it's playful and humorous, and but there's depth to it. Sometimes it might have a heavy to it, but it, um, but it's just I love capturing it, wrapping words around it, infusing wording around experience, and and so I was sitting in this moment where it was kind of similar to the whole dance, uh, little dance events I I had several years ago, and I just stopped thinking, and I just let myself kind of sit there and sit in pain and or whatever I was feeling. And this like four page poem just launched out of me and uh, it just ripped open out of whatever, out of the, 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 just burst through the hatches there and it just would not stop. And, and, and so, um, so I realized like, this is, this is a huge part of me writing and, and poetry. And so I have... I'm almost done with the sixth poem, and um, I'll probably read them on podcasts, and then I'll, I'll post them too on my website and probably Instagram or other social media or whatnot. Um, but this is this was the 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 output of something that was unforced when I just was when I just entered into the experience, became part of the experience without all this analyzing. Um, without the the evaluations, um, it it shifted something for me, and and I forget this, and then I come back to it. But what I but the message in this that I want to talk about is that how um, how for me, and I wonder for a more majority of us, we we live um, in as like tenants, well maybe not tenants, like sometimes prisoners in our heads. Um, looking at life through this this other angle, and we're so even though it's right there in our body, we end up so like m- thousands of miles away from our experiencing, from the feeling, the sensory, the the guttural reactions, the inner messages, the inner compass, the directing, the guiding. Um, you know those moments where you just you don't have an answer, an explanation, or reason. There's just this this pull in you to go this nudge um it's a movement in a way it's a stirring where it, it, it like like for instance you start off with a line like there's there's something that you want to say and you and i've had this moment even at the raw bell thing when i i i spoke to him in front of the audience i like this line came up and i got so anxious because i knew okay i want to say this but I kept trying to like get the whole speech in there and, and I couldn't, I, I, every time I tried, I just kept forgetting, kept forgetting. And I kept coming back to the, to the main, uh, headers where the, the, the main notes that I wanted to say. Um, 
And then from there, it just burst open. And, and, but I couldn't, I couldn't plan it. I just had the beginnings of something. So maybe you have that. It's this, it comes in an unfinished speech form, or maybe it's a message for someone, or there's a desire in you to go, like, and it's just big, and, and to go see a new place, or visit, or whatever it is, or, or the other thing is that there's this feeling. There's a pain stirring in you, right? Heartbreak, loss, some grieving. Um, there's, uh, there's might be fear, there's an anxiety, there's anger in you. Um, or there's joy, there's excitement, there's adulation, there's, um, you know, there's, there's euphoria, there's a sexual arousal, there's something. And, and some of us have learned, whether we've grown up in religious communities or our families or whatnot, and grew up in sometimes some dogmatic, um, uh, kind of groups, communities, lands there, um, and, and, or we often are doused with messages of judgment that, that, that we become infused into us, internalized, absorbed, and, and we end up, um, ends up like inhabiting everything that we do. And so we end up when we're not taught, when we're young to engage in our bodies, to listen to our feelings when that's given value and, uh, permission and, and validation and, um, and, uh, and it's cared for and it's, and we have guidance and how to connect to that part of ourselves. We live disconnected and so, and, and, and detached. And then that permeates how we live in the world. And then we end up doing things compulsively because we don't even know like what the fuck is going on in us. You know, some people are out there having compulsive sex and it's like, you know, because they feel so much shame and judgment and then it causes them to want it more and more and more and more. When they're, and when the reality is, it's like they got a good strong, strong sex drive, but they, but they end up because it wasn't early on, they didn't have the help connecting that part of themselves. It comes out in like, in, in this like famished, hungry state. And so, um, so we have these parts of ourselves that get really bottled up. They get, um, the locks put on them and they're, they're screaming to get out and then they come out in various ways. And, you know, cause all that energy is so blocked in, and then we end up finding outlets and because we don't know how to express them. And that's why, okay, this is going to take a heavier turn. That's why I think sometimes like there's like mass killings or sometimes there's suicide because it comes from this root of anger, but there's even a deeper root of anger and or hate and then anger, but there's even deeper, which is comes from pain and from loneliness and disconnect that they feel deep inside. And that started in the outer realms, in the external, in our family or community environments that lended to this disconnect. So we hold all this feeling and need and desire that's that's trying to come out and ends up coming out sometimes in the most destructive, hurtful ways. Um, um, because this is this is often how we're 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 so misguided and we're we're taught uh, whether it's directly or indirectly, to detach, to disconnect, to put rules and regulations and um, tariffs and everything around um, experience, the experiencing part of ourselves. Um, and so, so for me, it was so, uh, it, it, was, it was such a paradigm shift. 
this I like saying there's this this fault line happened. I've had plenty of fault lines that really kind of struck these very entrenched ways of living in the world. And and so it's been so novel for me to live in just the experiencing those nudges, the emotion, the sensory, um, to, to be guided in that way. Because when that doesn't happen, we live uh, terrified, always building comforts and securities, trying to, trying to, to, to feel contained and okay and safe and whatnot. Um, and we, we have various ways of going about that. And, uh, and so for me, yeah, this, it was an illusion, but this way of trying to feel safe was I'd live in my head. Um, cause I would, I was lived terrified and terrified of being terrified as a kid. So naturally I would try to find some way to feel protected. Um, but that all really kind of hit some demolition, um, and has continued to hit demolition, but particularly in, in that one event when I was led to just dance, when I was led to just be in the moment and experience it and experience myself, experience it without any kind of vicious critique and evaluative efforts to deal with life that way. No, this was a different way of living. It was a different way of being. Um, and I'm constantly finding that groove. Um, and, and so, by the way, another, another thing to note is that when there's this moment in you where it, it, something switches on and you, you have a line, you have a message, you have a destination to go, you've got an interest to seek, a new career to look after, or a hobby to take part, just something, you have just the fragments of it. You don't have the whole picture. Um, and fear hits. First off, Fear's not gonna go away. It's a part of the mystery. It actually signals to you that, okay, this is it's time to enter in the unknown. But where we get really tripped up is when we get scared of the fear. So we fear the fear, and when that happens, we end up constricting. If if you notice that, and I'll notice that myself, that when when I when I stay hunkered in the fear, something in me constricts. I pull back into the known. So I pull away from the, from the, this current that's trying to take me into the mystery, in the unknown, into where this inkling is leading me. Um, and so, so just so you know that that's, that's a good reference point. That's how I kind of know that, that like when there's this like stirring in me and it's kind of an excitement, fear, energy sort of thing. Um, that's an inter- indicator to go for it. I've had those experiences when I'm with clients that um, this message comes up in me when I'm listening to them. And, and when the stirring happens and my heart starts pounding, I know, okay, I got to say it. Um, and so I've had, I, I, count, I could list countless um, moments of that. But, um, but this was so pivotal for me to live in the world this way, to start to experience life this way. And, and, and what was so amazing and beautiful was that understanding came after. It came, it came as a result of just going into the experiencing. Um, and so, uh, and so um, 
this is what we're not taught. This is what often we're are derailed from. And then we we continue to carry these stories out, the ones that the scripts that were um, that were infused into us when we were young, that we became entrenched, uh, stuck in us. Um, so here's the thing. All of you, whoever listens to this or whatnot, you have those nudges. You have those senses. You have those physiological reactions that are telling you something, communicating something. Um, whether it's the range from sexual desire to, uh, to uh, danger to, um, uh, to creativity in some way. And so I really believe that when, when we don't judge that anymore, and some of us it, it take forever, and sometimes that stays with us, and, but it, it doesn't stay very long, the whole judgment piece or you know, living in the attic and frantically rummaging through boxes to find the truth. Um, but so, so there's going to be that time, the, those moments of conflict. Um, but, uh, but we have that stirring within to listen to. When we get outside of that, and even in the external where we start worrying about what people think or what they're going to say, what, who, you know, what, what, what might happen, we lose that, um, the, the, the nudge starts to dim. It doesn't go away, It'll come back up again, but it, it can start to uh, obscure, obfuscate uh, when we start fixating and, and, and um, the, the shift moves towards an external focus and an evaluation. Um, and so, and that's why I believe like what actual faith is, is actually living in the unknown and the mystery and, and trusting and, and following those, uh, following those, those little guides that come up in us. Um, and it's always happening. I think, I think life is meant to be experienced fully in the present and we miss even the most captivating things that, uh, that, that have been judged as mundane or boring or uneventful. Um, but they're all around, striking, standing out. But, but that comes from within. That comes from this experience of learning to live from an internal uh, uh, frame of reference of being in the world, of following, the, uh, following those nudges that happen uh, from a guttural level that get communicated in a physiological um, uh, um, in, into the physiological part of us. So, uh, so I think that's it. That's all, that's all I had to say on this. It was, it was fun. I liked, I liked talking about this. I had a weird story. It is weird. It's fine. That's how life is. It's weird. It's bizarre. Talk about it. <laughs> and, um, and you might discover meaning from that. So, Again, I hope you live in the guttural. I hope you live in that place. And you'll be surprised that you'll find peace in that. When I, when I connect to that, that's when I'm genuine. That's when I'm authentic. When I, when I follow the, 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 the flashing signs going on in me, the, the alarms going off in me, there's a peace that arrives out of that. 
Um, at, for instance, one more thing. So I dated someone last year, and it was a very interesting relationship. But anyway, she wasn't going to be here very long in the States. Um, but I remember there was this one moment, and um, it happened. It was like on the 4th of July. And, um, and, and I realized, like, I got to tell her how I feel. And, you know, at first I was just really frazzled because of some of the responses to me. And I, I just thought, I, you know, like I was getting, I was, I started to get desperate and anxious and panicky. And then, and then we all went and did something for the 4th of July. And on the car ride home, I thought, I got to tell her, I have to tell her how I feel. Even though she's going to leave, I just, I got to be honest. And I did. I told her, I told her I liked her, I was attracted to her. Well, and then there's more from the story from that. But there was a peace in me when I even arrived at that in myself. There was a peace when I just listened to that, when I discovered what my truth was, what my voice was, and what my voice was saying, which was I got to tell her. Even, even if there isn't a return, even if it's not reciprocated, all I know is that I can walk away from that. Sure, I might be disappointed, but I can walk away from that um, at rest, settled, because I listened to, to what my truth was saying. So, um, on that note, may you find that in yourself. And I'm sure I'll have plenty more episodes on talking about some form of this. So, anyway, on that note, take care.